What is a brother? A brother. Brother. A brother. A brother. Brother. A brother. A brother. Forge and sharp. Who supports you? Reliable. Full trust. They have a you. Hold me accountable. A friend could hear your pain through your sound and they'll pick you up without judgment. So brotherhood to me is a journey and not a destination. Welcome to Brother Empowerment. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. It's Thursday, so you know what that means. It's Brother Empowerment Day. Um, as you see, young man Deuce here is back again. The artist, the Batman of this whole music rap thing. Um, but yeah, if you if this is your first time being with us, um, I don't know what to tell you because it's lit over here. We're in season three. Um, but if you did not know, Brother Empowerment is a space for brothers, a safe space where brothers can be free of judgment, criticism, and all the negative things that come with being vulnerable um, that scares a lot of brothers away from uh, really just opening up. And so it is something that we've been doing now for three years. And really, we're just doing the work to try or doing our part to try to help better the community and get rid of a lot of the ills um, that are affecting us. So um, welcome. And really, um, you know, we're about to have some lit discussion. So yeah, um, well, Deuce, you're not necessarily a special guest anymore because you've been on now multiple times, but you know what I mean? You know, you can go ahead and reintroduce yourself and then let the people know how your week has been, man. Um, yeah, man, Deuce Tyrell. Producer, engineer, artist, mogul. Um, yep. Keep that. I would keep that title. Keep that title. Um, my week has been good, man. It's been it's been good, man. I've been doing a lot of like online training for stuff and learning a lot. Um, you know, doing a lot of engineering just uh, with my artists and everything. Um, just building more projects, man. Building more more um, great art. So, been, it's been a pretty good time, man. It's been a pretty good week. Um, I can't lie, this new retrograde is crazy. <laughs> um, we doing the work, you know. We do, I'm doing the work to, uh, you know, be where I need to be in terms of that. So, you know, we ain't here, and I'm happy about that. Word, that's what's up, man. So, um, as far as myself, um, the week has been pretty interesting. Had a lot of just um, stuff going on as far as stuff I need to get taken care of, maintenance and work to do. Um, but been in the gym, um, killing myself, but it's okay um, because, you know, it's going to pay off once Leo slash, um, you know, my season hits. So, you know, that's going to be, you know, but it's been, it's been, Heck of a week, man. Been real busy. Like it seemed like I've been saying that for the past like two, two, three months now. But it's just been a lot going on. But getting stuff done and really just um, making sure stuff is handled. So okay. Like turn your volume down a little up because we're hearing stuff in the background. But um, so everybody, this is uh everyone's resident uncle marcus so he's here just in time uh, go ahead and introduce, reintroduce yourself to the people and let us know how your week has been so he's here just in time uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people and let us know how your week has been it ain't me i can barely hear you it ain't me 
Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about that, nephew? That good? <laughs> yeah, you good. You good. Many people know who I am. I'm Uncle Marcus. It's been a while since y'all saw me since the last time I was out here, but hope everybody's good, everybody's well and safe, and wishing y'all a good evening. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's really a party now, but um, yeah. So yeah. But the week has been a uh, week has been pretty. You know, it's, like I said, it's just been it's been busy, just like all the other weeks. But stuff is getting done. I really put some things together. So you know, just been working. But um, you know, I'm glad to have y'all brothers on. It's gonna be a dope night. I mean, we at the end of the week. And um, oh, side note. So <laughs> I've been keeping. I haven't ran my AC all year, but today <laughs> I just like, okay, tomorrow I got to turn that back when, cause it was hot, hot today. I was like, man, I've been trying to, you know, save a little bit of money here and there on the light bill. So I haven't had the AC, I just had all the windows open and all the fans going, but today, whoo, I'm like, okay, well, I've been defeated by the heat tomorrow. AC got to come on. Yeah, I'm the the sun was <laughs> the sun was setting the day, man. It was out. There. Yeah, man. It was oh, it was disrespectful, man. Like I got on shorts right now, and it's just I'm like, woof. Well, yeah, the AC's coming back on tomorrow. But I, I tried to fight the good fight for as long as I could, but man, sun, yeah, those shorts got come up the skies out, thighs out, guy. Yeah, <laughs> it like the, um, the summer is here. Uh, I was I thought yeah. I was gonna at least wait till June, but it said, nah, we we here now. We here right now. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, um, I don't know if you've been on the show yet this season. So we're not doing topics anymore. We're doing quotables, and we just um, wherever the conversation takes us about the quotables is where we go. So um, that's where we go. So, but first, before we do all of that, I want to say uh, let's get all our guests we have on tonight. We got Sean Bass in YouTube Land. What's going on, Sean? Man. We got Tara, everyone's resident big sisters in the building. What's up, Tara? We have my booski on, She-Hulk. She's on. She said, hey, big brother. <laughs> and then uh, we got Lenora from Lenora Pours on. What's up, Lenora? She said her favorite uncle is on. And we got Deshaun. What's going on, Deshaun, man? Uh, so everybody, if you're watching it but you haven't commented, please throw us a comment in the comment section so we can shout you out. And also, please... Um, like and share this wherever you're able to so we can, you know, engage with people. So, you know, we always love engaging with the people. Uh, we got Rick Owen. What's going on, Rick, man? Let's have you in the building, bro. So we're going to go ahead and get to this first quote. Y'all ready? Yep. Uh, why do you look so serious? Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for these quotes, man. All right, well, we're going to get right to it. Don't settle for a relationship that won't let you be yourself. Oprah Winfrey. What do you think about that, Um, That's, I don't think you should settle for anything less than what you deserve. Relationship, mm -hmm. job, life, just in general. Um, okay. I think that um, your relationship should be supportive and, you know, just conducive to what you want to achieve in life and what you want to what you what you want to do. What kind of relationship do you want? Yeah, 
learn learn to to know the signs and flags that are just things that you really don't want but you need to you need to figure out how to ask the right questions first of all okay most people go into relationships and you know they just go in with a set mindset on what they think is going to be not knowing that or not realizing that people change things change so and that that always changes a relationship so just got to keep an open mind but no you should never settle in anything in life you should always go try to find whatever it is you're looking for i agree with that i do um we got marika's in the building aka rico he said yo what's up man um yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't like the word "settle" at all when it comes to anything. Really, I don't. I don't like the word "settle." Like, I don't even the phrase "settle down" or anything like. I don't even like that. Like, it's and and one of the things that also hit me with this was aside from the word "settle" is when, is the word "relationship" because people when they talk about relationships, some a, a lot of folks go automatically to a romantic kind, but you also have platonic relationships too, where with people that. You know, when you are organically yourself, it bothers them or they feel like you should act or be a certain way. Um, but I don't like settle at all. I don't I don't want to settle for anything, any kind of relationship, platonic, romantic. If I can't be me or there's a problem with me being me, I don't want that relationship, especially at this point in my life, because I'm very I know who I am. I'm very solid in that. So I don't I don't want to settle for any relationship. And I definitely agree with you on that. You not to know what you want. And there needs to be conversations about, about just things, boundaries, like expectations, all of that. Like there needs to be um, communication in any relationship that you have. You know, I, I communicate um, with my significant other just like I communicate, you know, with my brothers. My brothers and I have conversations, and I mean, it's so it's very in depth too. You know, it's but I think this for relationships, period, of all kinds. Um, Deuce, before we go to the comments, you got anything, bro? Yes. Um, I have. <laughs> I feel like this was written, was made, this uh, was written for me. So, yeah, man, I've been in a lot of situations where, you know, um, number one, you know who a person is before you start dealing with them. When someone, show you who you, when someone shows you who they are, believe it. Yeah. Every time, believe it. Um, that being said, yeah, man, you can't change yourself to fit into the box of what someone wants you to be or, or that their, their idea of you. Um, so, uh, and then to just going back to what you said, settle, mm -hmm. settle. my aunts, my aunts, my, my mom, not my mom so much. She understands me. My aunts, my uncle, they, why you ain't settled down yet? Why you ain't settled down yet? Even, even, even women ask me, why you ain't settled down? Cause I, yep. maybe I don't, I don't settle. That, yep. That's, that's the thing. I don't, I don't settle for anything. You know what I mean? I, I want, I want what's, what's great and what's for me. Um, but uh, that being said, like uh, what is for you is going to be for you and you won't have to fit into the box, whatever box people have made for you. Mm -hmm. So when, you don't, when I don't have to be myself, when I can't be myself, man, everybody know me. I'm I'm crazy. I'm wild. You know, I'm a flirt, period. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just, that's just me. But I get into these, well, these women, they see me doing these things outside of relationship. And then we get into a situation where we're dating. And now that's an issue. I'm not going to change who I am just mm -hmm. because now we're pursuing something. Now, if it becomes official, then yeah, I'm never going to disrespect you. But mm -hmm. 
feel me like I'm I'm until it's until it's serious, I am who I am. And the same thing goes with guys. Like I'm not gonna fit myself in a box like to to even hang around people that I'm un uncomfortable hanging with. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna think in any type of toxic way or I'm not gonna do anything to make me feel outside of my own comfort zone just to be like in some sort of in crowd. Mm-hmm. Or, a means to an end, which I I, I did I, I've done you know before, but um you know I'm done with that you know I I I really think that moving forward in a positive way, uh, moving forward being your authentic self, your unpo- your unapologetically you know uh, when you're unapologetically yourself, you don't have anybody to answer to, right? You know what I mean, that's where I am with it. You know, uh, don't settle for any type of relationship. That um, you know, where you, where it won't let you be yourself in any facet, like in any way, shape, or form. I'm not stopping nothing. I'm gonna play the game for as many hours as I want to. I see <laughs> you when I see you. I'm gonna text you when I text you. I'm a, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna be with my homeboys. I'm gonna be wild as heck on social media. That's just what I do. That's you can take like it or leave. It. I like it, man. You definitely gotta be you, man. Like. There is someone out there for everyone. I'm a firm believer in that. And I just don't, I don't think you can force it. And I also think that, um, you know, just, you know, if people have an idea of what they want and then there, you know, and oftentimes we, you know, there's an idea. We have, there's this picture, kind of what uncle was saying. Um, there's this picture of what we want, but that may not always be like, what's best for you, what you need, you know? Um, so, you know, it, it's it, it definitely it definitely helps to know what you're looking for in your platonic relationships and your romantic ones. You know, so I, I definitely agree with what both of y'all were saying. And I, you know, um, at this point in our at this point, I think in our lives, it's just it's we're too old to not be able to be ourselves with with people, just whoever. Like if they don't like it, hey, cool. No one says you've got to like it, you know. But you know. Don't try to like do that. Don't try to fit me into a box because it makes you more comfortable. That's not what we're here to do. You know, we we're here for everybody to be their organic selves. And everybody's not for you. And as unfortunate as it is, it just may be one of them things. Everybody's not for you. Everybody's not for each other. Um, she Hulk said, if you're not able to be yourself, at some point resentment will come into you or the relationship. Can't better relationship with someone who wants you, but a different version. Exactly. I I definitely agree. Resentment definitely will creep in, you know, at some point in time. And it may show itself in a, a lot of different ways. It may be subtle. It may be out loud. It may just be, you know, it depends. Uh, Tara said, don't settle for a relationship hindering your healthy, sane, and joyful self. Some of yourself isn't good. Folks are in bad relationships with themselves. I, yes. Now, Tara brings up a great point. Some folks don't like themselves. They're in they're in, in, in a constant conflict with themselves and they haven't gotten right within yet. So it affects all their relationships outwardly. And that's a real thing. I mean, I think, I think all, I think all three of us have met people throughout our lives who something is always going on. They're always like, there's always something going on with them where you could tell that they just don't, they're just always at a state of unrest. And it's not necessarily other people. They just are like that when they're by themselves, when they're around people, when they're around animals. They just, they just, there's always had a state of unrest, you know. And it's like, man, do you, do you, uh, 
Do you have a good relationship with yourself? Do you like you? You know, so yeah, no, that's a that's a very good point. Uh um, you go how you gonna win when you're not right with that? Oh, yeah, Lauren Hill. That's <laughs> word. Um, Rick Olsen, that's a big one when someone shows you who they are, believe it. Yeah, no, that's something right there. Like, and I think that that's one of the other things when it comes to people paint this picture of what they want. You know, the people, um, people definitely show you things about their personality and about their organic self. And really, uh, some, I think at some point in time, all of us have really tried to fool ourselves into thinking what we saw or what we experienced wasn't it when it really was. And, and things are, people are who they are, which is why having the expectation other than people being who they actually are is, is really a recipe for disaster. I mean, you, yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta know your limitations and, mm -hmm. and you know, what you can deal with and what you can't. A lot of people deal with a lot of stuff that they wouldn't normally deal with because they're in that relationship that they think is, is that one relationship. Mm -hmm. Not realizing that, you know, that relationship can be stifling. It can be just restrictive in so many ways that, you know, people just get accustomed to it. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell you all the time, you people, you have to teach people how to treat you because mm -hmm. if, if you just let them treat you any kind of way that you're telling them that you're okay with anything that they do. Right. So you have to let people know where your limitations are and you have to know their limitations in any relationship, be it friends, uh, you know, girlfriend, parents, mm -hmm. everybody, everybody has limits. Yeah. And once you go past those limits or once you, you know, um, change the boundaries of your limits, then all bets are off. Yeah. People will take them as far as they can. Oh, absolutely. We all have, I think we all know at least one or two um, as uh, as Charlie Murphy, rest in peace, called them habitual line steppers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's one of my favorite lines. Habitually. <laughs> Eventually steps across the line. <laughs> you know, we, we we all know. I think all three of us, eight people in the car. I, mean, I know we all know some habitual line steppers. Yeah, they in our lives, or we, you know, they're within mm -hmm. currently, or they aren't anymore. We know some. They're always, always looking for I, a line to step over. What I say is, uh, you know, with those type of people, and I had to cut some people off of that um, this year or last and last year. Um, for people who cross that line, like, um, and then they try to say, well, you know, this has always been like, or this is what I do. You know, uh, if if being your friend, if a stipulation of being your friend is the fact that you're going, not going to respect my boundaries, then you're not my friend. I don't have any space for you anymore. And that's the people I had to, the people who are constantly, uh, you know, just step over the line and just feel like disrespect is their way of uh building camaraderie or whatever i just i don't deal with that anymore mm -hmm. like um you know you can respect me or you can get going yeah and that's what that's on that yeah no i definitely agree i definitely agree that no we don't have any room for, we don't have any room for disrespect we don't have any don't have any room for that so okay no that was a good first one okay i like that one a lot i like that okay oprah all right, y'all ready for the next one? All right. 
Speaking of Lauren Hill, tomorrow is always another day to make things right. Yeah, tomorrow's another day. Mm -hmm. um, no matter what you face today, you know, uh, <laughs> tomorrow's another day. You know, I say today is a good today is a day. Eh? Yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery, but today is a gift. Mm -hmm. That's why they call it the present. Right. So um, I mean, but you know, even if you had a bad day or you're having a bad day, it's important to remember that it's a bad day, not a bad life. Mm. Okay. You have a bad day. Matter of fact, you have you had a moment in that day that was bad. You know, so it's not even it's it's not even a full twenty four hours, and maybe a series of events happen, but you always have time to make it up, and you always have time. What I always give myself time between work and work because I do so much, right? <laughs> between work and work, between my business, my business, and you know, um, uh, main source of in, main sources of income, you got to take some time in there to decompress, mm -hmm. to press and get back to you. You need to dedicate at least. Two hours to yourself just to not, even if it's nothing, not do nothing and just give back to you. Give your energy back to yourself because otherwise, how are you going to have it to give to something else? You know what yeah. I mean? But um, yeah, man, tomorrow's always another day to make things right. Even if you feel like you failed a day, every setback is a setup for a comeback. So, you know, um, you, you can always make it up the next day. But I'm going to go ahead and let um, let um take it. Um, I feel like I've been rambling for about. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you good, man. It's 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 pretty much what you said. Um, you know, you have relationships with, and this is more on the family side with people mm -hmm. that you fall out with, and you you know you just you never mend those those fences, and you know those people may just leave your life. People die every day, all day. Young people, old people, you know that. Any chance you have to make things right, you 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 need to humble yourself and and just talk to people about whatever issue there is. Mm -hmm. There's there's nothing to just there's nothing to keep you unless that other person is not willing to engage with you. But there's nothing to keep you from, you know meeting somebody halfway and just having a conversation about what exactly it was that mm -hmm. that caused you know all the tension in the relationship from the, from the start we tend to we tend to think we have all the time in the world yeah when we don't mm -hmm. there are plenty of people who leave home every day not knowing that they're not going back home that night yeah so you 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 definitely have to make the most of the time you have with the people you care about the most even though those who are, are are the most difficult people to deal with and talk with, you 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 still have to make the effort. And I'm all about effort. My my effort is probably gonna match your effort. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna give it my best effort. But after I give it my best effort, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to meet me, you know, somewhere in the middle, so we can we can just hash it out if that's what you want to do but all situations there's sometimes when people don't want to hash things out people like living in chaos people like living you know a lonely life or you know a life of solitude mm -hmm. and they're okay with that 
And yes. you have to, like you said, we in the, in the first question, you know, you have to know people's limitations, and sometimes people aren't capable of expressing themselves in a way that you know that you got that 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 problem that you have between the two of you or whomever it may be may, may mm -hmm. never get solved. Yeah, that's that's just life. Everybody is not gonna be open to solving all the problems in the world that 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 may lie between them and somebody else yeah yep exactly uh, and before i give my spiel i'm um, with the comments real quick she said i don't know sometimes smart doesn't come however i get it some things can just wait until tomorrow uh jason what's up jason man jason said i heard someone say one time that we are not who we think we are we are not what other people think we are we are slash become what we think other people think we are let that sink in. It's sad, but it's true. Know yourself. Stay true to that. What you know about yourself and what God knows about you far outweighs what anyone else perceives to be the truth about you. Just be you. Yeah. Yeah. Tara said, this is tricky. Tomorrow may never come. So if you can seize the moment, fix it now. Kind of like what you were saying. Um, change the mindset. Have a conversation. Send that text. Pray on it. But counting more time is not a guarantee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. I, I, first of all, I love what Du said about just because you're having a bad day doesn't mean it's a bad life. I, bro, man, I mean, that right there is, I mean, it's probably not the only gym you're going to drop today, but that one right there, I think people get stuck in the moment of when things go negatively or they go awry for them. And it's like they, some people act like their life is terrible when it's like, no, this is a moment that things aren't going that well. But overall, before and after this, things are going to be just fine. But right now, things are a little, eh. But overall, you know, this the, the everything is up here. But just right now, things are right here. But it's, it, 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 it's going to, overall, things are great. Things are good. Um, as far as, as far as this, I, I definitely uh, agree on, um, you know, I'm definitely a person that's, that is about having conversations with people. Um, I let's have that conversation. Let let's talk that out. If we got an issue, um, let's just let's just talk about it so we can get so we can get to the root of it. Um, one of the things I, I I believe in that I like to say all the time is people don't lose anything by coming to common ground. People think sometimes by compromising or, or coming to a place that's that is where everyone is okay or everyone's happy, everyone's comfortable, that they're losing something. They're losing their high ground. But it's like no, whether you have to. Whether you walked eight steps to get to the common ground, another person walked 80 steps, it's still you're still on common ground. You don't lose anything. Everyone's on equal footing. And so you don't lose anything. And so I do think that it, it's better to do it when it's better to do it in the present. Um, but I also do agree with Lauren Hill and what she mentions here that tomorrow is another day to make things right. If you are blessed with tomorrow, it is another day, another chance to make things right. Um, whether that be with you know, people that you have misunderstanding with or something that, you know, you mishandled or whatever, it is another opportunity to, to fix that. Um, and I will say that it it's a different kind of comfort and living when you know that all the, you've had the conversation with everyone that you're aware of that um, has issues with you. When you had those conversations and you've done your best to work that out with everyone it's a different kind of living when you know that your 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 spiritual slash mental knows your slate 
is balanced, is clean. You know, um, I think that's what that's what can attribute that's what contributes to some people's unrest is um, they don't they know that they have the opportunity to make some things right or at least to mend some things, but they don't for whatever reason, whether it be the pride or they don't feel like it's the right time, like Tara was saying, or they're waiting for the right time or whatever. Like I think that's a that's a that's that's a huge source of a lot of, of quite a few people's unrest. So I think that, you know, like everyone is saying, it's when when you can do it and make an attempt and make, and make the effort, do it. Um, you'll have if you're blessed to have another chance. Great. But if you have the chance right then, do it. Because if you know, if you can't count on that next chance, but if you get that next chance, you can try again if it doesn't work that one time. But you will still make the effort because sometimes the effort is all that someone needs. Sometimes the effort is all that they need to be like, oh, you know what? Okay, let, let's, you know what I mean? Let's hash this out because, I, you know, maybe I've been going about some things the wrong way. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that, that one that one is big. That, there was a, that's one of those ones, it's one of those quotes where it's small, small quotes. Oh, bro. Lots of, lots of a little. You lose the connection? Okay, I'm back. Okay, all right. It paused for a long time on this end. <laughs> oh no. Oh uh, boy, what I was saying was, uh, no, this is um, this is one of those, another one of those quotes where it's few words, but so many interpretations, so many. You know what I mean? And we all know that Lauren Hill drops, you know, crazy amounts of gems. You know what I mean? So this is really just one of them, another one. So, um, no more comments. Okay. Okay, y'all ready for the next one? All right. Nothing external to you has any power over you. Ralph Waldo Emerson. You guys got it. You know that's me. <laughs> if it don't happen here, it's not a concern to me. I mean, you know, what other people do really has no bearing on which direction I go in. You know, right. I may ask for some some advice, but all the all these external forces that move people in different directions are because are because people are looking, in my opinion, are looking for something and they're looking mm -hmm. for a purpose sometimes and they don't know what it is. And if they hear something that lights a spark in them or you know just touches them in a certain type of way they they tend to move in that direction mm -hmm. and you know good or bad sometimes that ends up taking you off the course that you probably really should have been on mm. and er external forces should not have that type of power over you mm. you you should be able to chart your own path and, and do things in your own way, in your own time, no matter how long that takes. Yeah. And I think people let external forces push them and rush them to do things that they wouldn't normally do. Um, before we get you, Deuce, uh, we got Tam on. She says she loves Emerson. What's going on, Tam? Good to see you again. Oh, Emerson. Oh, Emerson. What about Uncle Marcus? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. I'm just messing around. <laughs> what you got, Deuce, man? 
Um, you know, um, basically, uh, it just means that you shouldn't let outside things, outside forces, um, affect your um, affect your plans or affect your your direction. Anything that happens externally is that mm-hmm. external. You know what I mean? And it doesn't really. It shouldn't um, knock you. You can't let outside things knock you off of your path. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, I thought he's uh, No, you good. Um. Uh. No. Nah, uh. But uh. Things outside of your path. Um. It shouldn't knock you off of your current course of where you're heading. Um. But basically. Um. Uh, you just got to keep that. You got to maintain focus whenever mm-hmm. you got things going on or when things are going on in your life. It can really uh, sometimes it's just a test, man, from the universe or God or whatever you believe in. Uh, sometimes it's a test really to keep you on track. So um, that's that's really where I stand with it, man. I ain't got too much on that. <laughs> yeah. I just completely agree with it. Like, you know, <laughs> no, no deep insight. Yeah, no, I, I agree with um, I agree with what both of y'all were saying, and I do, I definitely do think that, um, you know, people pay attention to a lot of external things, um, because they, we're taught at a young age to listen to other people, and listen to just we're just taught to really pay attention more to the external than we are to the internal. I mean, when you're young, you know, you listen to your parents or your your parental figures, whoever they may be. And, you know, they're guiding you. And sometimes, you, you know, you look to them to be your voice when, you know, you have your own voice and you kind of handicap yourself sometimes because you get so accustomed to their voice or someone else's voice guiding you that you don't listen to your own. And I think this is something that definitely is true. And I think that's something that unfortunately a lot of us learn too late in life. We're not too late. We learn it later in life. Let me rephrase. We learn it later in life that you actually, to be cliche, like I'm like He-Man, you have the power, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, you have the power. And if you choose to give that power to something or someone external, then that's your choice. Um, but And you can't be mad at that you're giving that power away. Um, but like Unk said, you know, you chart your own course. You chart your own. You walk the journey. Um, you know, because no one, even though people can support you and they can walk with you on some paths, ultimately the life journey is when you walk on your own. No matter how, no people, no matter how close they are to you, you still can't be with you on that life journey completely. There are some things you're going to do completely, numerous things you're going to do completely alone. You know, yep. so... You know, and yeah, giving, give, have, letting external things have power over you robs you of the life experience in quite a few ways to me, in my opinion. Um, Rashia said, like my boy Wong in Spider-Man, that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> Someone else's problems, things that don't have any direct impact on you is not your concern. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Um, okay, Antoine's on. What's going on? Other up, what's going on? He said, Wow, <laughs> he man reference. Hey, uh, I mean, it just it just it just came out thin there. I couldn't I couldn't do anything with it. It just it just came to me. 
I didn't know all I was going to say. I um, will say, nephew, that things are different now than they used to be. External, mm -hmm. you guys have so many external forces around you now, mm -hmm. social media, um, just the music in general. There's so many external influences that we really never had to deal with. Right. Right. So, you know, we could we could stay focused and, and, and not be distracted, but it's a lot harder to stay focused and, and not be distracted now because you guys have so many more things going on and there's so many things that you guys can get involved and engage in that weren't available when we were coming up. So it's to me, it's understandable. But that's when you really have to buckle down and focus even more because there are so many distractions now. There are so many people that we see every day who, who we envy and we try to emulate to the point where we just lose ourselves and, and we're, we're just all focused on getting to that one thing, like we said earlier that, you know, other people make you think you want, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily what you want. You know, mm -hmm. I always give the example. If you're a single person, why do you need a six bedroom house? <laughs> you know, it's just you. Mm -hmm. So Why are you buying that house? Are you buying that house because that's the house you think you need? Or is, or is, is that the house that people expect you to buy mm -hmm. because of your status and, and, you know, and, you know, how they view you mm -hmm. and then you in turn say okay well i gotta live up to and you're not saying this you know just to literally saying it you're just in your mind you're like well i should be here if i have this mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily true you should be comfortable with yourself yeah you don't need a six-bedroom house if it's just you <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, but that's that's the external forces that say you need to be able to you should have this because this is what people who make what you make or do what you do. This is what they have. And you should have that, too. So that's that's why I think it's just it's, it's 10 times more difficult today for your generation to not be distracted by those things. Yeah, because, they're so, because they're so visible and they're visible all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Oh, the, the connectivity and the exposure and the access to things, just stimulation or whatever, is really at an all-time high. Um, and I back to what you're saying about people, you know, really kind of voicing what they think you should have. Or, you know, going back to what Deuce was saying about the whole, you know, why don't you settle down or why don't you, you know, one of the things that when I first moved to North Carolina, when I was, I don't know, 25, going on 26, I believe, um, you know, one of the things that um, I experienced when I got out here was people saying, well, you know, especially once I hit 30 was, oh, you don't have a wife and kids? Well, you should go ahead and you should go ahead and do that. And I'm just thinking, well, one, you know, no, I shouldn't just because I think I should be there. But it's like you saying it's not going to make it happen any faster. And it's definitely not going to make it better for me, you know, because you're not going to be there to help if I do that, you know, you know what I mean? So, but I do, I have run, I have known people throughout my life who did that 
because people said they should have done that. And so they internalized that and thought, oh, yeah, I should be doing that. And so they did it. And it wasn't and it, it wasn't at all how they thought it was going to be. Yeah, you because know? you you grew up in the South. You have external forces all the time that mm -hmm. tell you this is what you this is what you do by a certain age and this is what you but everybody doesn't have those same goals by by a certain age you know every every dude doesn't want to get married at 25 and have mm -hmm. two kids and, you know and then get married and have two kids and realize nah this 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 ain't what i was thinking this this <laughs> wasn't what i was expecting yeah that's when you see those people you know kind of withdraw from life and like, nah, this is definitely not what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. But once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's much easier. To, it's much easier to get into it than it is to get out of it. And I think a lot of people just think it will work itself out. And mm -hmm. a lot of times it, it does, but not in the way you think and not always a good way. Yeah. You just have to be careful on, on, on those external forces of what people project onto you. Mm -hmm. And then you start to it starts to just, you know, seep into you and you 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 start to think, well, maybe maybe that's what I should have done or maybe that's what I should do. But you have to make decisions based on you and you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make some bad choices. We all do. But it's all about how you come back from those choices. So those external forces, you got to be real careful on which one of those you listen to and, and, mm -hmm. and you know. The, the path you decide to take. Yeah, no, definitely. I, no, I agree. Uh, uh, all right, so we're going to go to the next one. we got time for a couple more. This one says, we must live together as brothers or perish together as fools. Martin Luther King Jr. As the good fraternity brother. <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, rep, rep, rep that, rep that frat. Um, always, always. Uh, I mean, this is this saying has been around, and this not only applies to every facet of life that you could think of. It's just the truth. It's mm -hmm. just we're all brothers, no matter what people think no matter how they treat people, everybody is human and everybody, we're all brothers. Mm -hmm. So we're either going to fix this world's ills together as brothers and sisters, or we, this world just will cease to exist as we know it. And life as we know it will cease to exist. Things will become more difficult. People will become more difficult. It's we just can't keep going the way we're going. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just it's it's every day on the news. You you just don't want to watch the news because somebody's killing somebody else, or you know, somebody's committing suicide. Somebody's you know, drunk driving, killing other people. There's there's just always so much death and and suffering and pain in the world now. And it's all because we don't we don't live together as, as brother and sister. We just we we are we are steadily in this cycle of me me me. It's all about me. Mm -hmm. Why me? Why not me? 
how can I improve me? How can I improve my situation? Mm-hmm. We never think about the other people that we affect every day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. What you got, Deuce? You got anything? Yeah, man. I was just uh, kind of t- taking notes. Uh, basically, uh, we have to do better about, um, you know, um, being uh, a unit, being a unit, be, uh, standing in unity. Mm-hmm. Um, we get too torn apart by, you know, frivolous arguments um, that doesn't help, that doesn't support the overall cause. And I'm talking about the overall cause. I'm talking about black folks. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like. I'm not even going to uh, dance around the issue. It's a lot of uh, a lot of what we're missing is, uh, you know, unity. This this right here, uh, this platform is beautiful because it's a way for for people, not just the brothers, but you know, starting with the brothers, but we can all come around and kind of rally around a certain cause or a certain, uh, you know, a certain uh, 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 a, a certain ideal. That we can all, uh, you know, come together and have healthy conversations. I'm sorry, uh, I told you I have a lot of stuff going on right now. But uh, basically, uh, my thing is we have to come together as a people, as a cohesive, and actually, uh, you know, just kind of stand, learn to stand together instead of getting sidetracked by the minor differences um, that we actually have. And that's my piece on it for, yeah. for now. So. <laughs> sorry man that's all good bro um no I, I i definitely agree i this is something that um is really important to me because especially doing what we do with the organization and not just brother empowerment because brother empowerment is is an is an um is an initiative under the umbrella that is love is a parable um you know there's quite a few folks that think that brother empowerment is uh, Oh, yeah, there's probably quite a few people that think that Brother Empowerment is its own, you know, its own um, entity, and it's not. It's it's under the umbrella. But but this right here is, you know, especially brothers, and I'll even go as far as to say Black men, we are conditioned in this country, I'll speak because this is where I was born and raised, um, we are conditioned to be so aggressive and hostile towards each other. And it doesn't need to be that way. Um, and there's so much more we could accomplish if we recognize that, yes, there are differences, but like Jay says all the time, there's way more stuff that, that bonds us that we have, that we share that are, that's similar than that's different. And I think that was definitely one of MLK, one of, one of his, um, that one of his things that he lived by was that, you know, even though we're we're different in a lot of ways, we do we're better together, and it's unfortunate that you know so many people um, just just went against that against that. When as humans we are a social people, especially black people, we're very communal people, and you know, and I uh, and I agree with you all wholeheartedly that if you know not working together really is to our detriment. It may be to some people's advantage, you know, individually for some, at whatever at certain periods in time. 
because because I will, you know, I definitely Jay and I talk about it all the time. There are certain people in the different groups of people in this world that thrive off of the division. They 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 benefit from that. You know, there there are people that benefit from the division and the negativity and the the, the hatred and all that. There's people that benefit from that. Um, but overall, I think that. Like you said, it's, it's to our detriment if we don't work together. And I'll again, I'll go back to black people. You know, as a as it, while our community is divided, it's easy for us to be. It's easier for us to be exploited. It's a lot easier for black people to be exploited when we don't work together or band together. It's easier for other groups of people to come and extract resources, whatever those resources may be. It's easier for them to come and extract resources, get what they want. Um, and really just go or continue to just, you know, or really to just, you know, have a, a, a constant supply of resources, you know. So this really resonates with me because since I've been since we've been doing we've been doing with the organization and with Brother Empowerment, I've had so many conversations with brothers, ones that, you know, were rooted in positivity and some that were um, somewhat negative and, and getting to resolving the issue. But I've had so many conversations with brothers and let them know that, hey, I don't have any ill will towards you. I want to just get to the root of this problem that we have. If you just don't see it for me, then cool, but let's, we don't need to have issues. You know, no one says that we have to be best friends, but no one says we have to be enemies either. We can have a conversation and talk and really just, if there are any issues, get to the bottom of them and really um, really just coexist peacefully. There doesn't, there doesn't need to be any, any hostility or any smoke as, you know, as the slang term goes, and there not be any of that. There's way too much going on in the world that we have to deal with for us to always be at odds with people. Like life is hard. <laughs> it's beautiful, but life is hard. So I don't want to, I personally don't want to be, I don't want to be at odds with life and with other brothers. Like that's not how I want to live my life. And I don't live my life that way. I don't. So, but yeah, um, Rashida said, we were never supposed to do life alone. It's too much. We're strongest together. Right. We are much stronger together. Well, y'all got anything else on this? Nope. You pretty much covered it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's there's nothing else to say. Well, I mean, we've we've been hearing this since the civil rights movement. Uh-huh. I mean, right. It's 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 been drilled in us for the last 70 years that you know, if we don't come together as a people, we're we're we're, we're probably never going to achieve the goals that we we set out to achieve. Right. There are forces that are trying to keep you from doing anything mm -hmm. or achieving anything. That's just like w with our um, uh, voteless people as a hopeless people. Mm -hmm. We tell people all the time, you know, if your vote didn't mean so much, they wouldn't be trying so hard to restrict it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and I get it. And I tell young people all the time, I get it. I mean, it just seems like no matter what, things never change. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, this is, this, the, the rich keep getting richer and the, and the poor seem to, to continue to stay poor. And in the middle is where the burden of everything is. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I still stress there, there are people in this world who don't have the privilege to vote mm -hmm. and never will. We we never had the privilege for the longest time. Mm -hmm. So even if you're even if you know your vote 
isn't going to make a difference. It's still your duty to, to cast that vote. Mm-hmm. It's your duty to do your due diligence to make sure that you are a human being in this world and that you treat people accordingly, that you that you love people. Every no, most people are not easy to deal with. They're not easy to love, you know, because as humans, we're all flawed. But there, there are just certain things that in life you just gotta you just gotta deal with it, no matter how difficult they are and you have to find a way to deal with them and you at some point in time you have to come to a resolution whether that's favorable or unfavorable for you mm-hmm. but life still goes on right and you 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 still need to just you know live and continue to let live and you know stress that you want to be the best person that you can be I always tell me people I want to be a man among men. Mm-hmm. And they just look at me. What does that mean? Google it. Shit. I ain't got time to tell you. <laughs> if I gotta if I gotta explain that to you, then you know that means that you already need to do more than what you're doing. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of men walking around, but there are not many men who are when you see a group of men, there's a man in those men, like Brother King, Dr. King was. He was a man among men. Mm-hmm. And some of his followers were men among men. But that's what I feel like as a man, you, you I strive to be. With, I, I strive to be the best I can be. And I, and I want people to see me trying to be the best person I can be and appreciate it. Yeah. Oh. I definitely get that. So, yeah. Um, Facebook user. That's actually Coach Billy C. What's up, Coach Billy C? She said, well said, Cordell. Well, thank you, Coach. I definitely appreciate that. All right, fellas. We're going to do one more before we wrap it up. One last one. As you grow older, you will discover that you have two hands. One for helping yourself, the other for helping others. Maya Angelou. That's that. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> so in my frat, <laughs> might I add the greatest fraternity in the world. <laughs> Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. I already I can tell. I can already tell. Oh how, how, did, you, how did you ever notice? I, I can tell. The purple ain't gold shirt, was it? <laughs> But uh, nah, nah, respect, respect to everybody in PhD. Honestly, we all fight for the same cause. So, um, uh, you know, uh, all, all, uh, all in all, man, uh, we lift as we climb. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. The, our, our entire thing, I, I, one of our cardinal principles is uplift. Mm-hmm. Uh, why you gotta stand on your own, you know, and uh, you have to be a pillar. You have to try your best to be a pillar of the community, and uh, live up to the ex- live up to expectations. Um, you also have to lift as you climb. Mm-hmm. You you, ha- you have to pull you have to pull people up, and that's what I think. A lot of all of us in PHC, I'm just going to say, 
um, the whole, the entire point is that entire point. A lot of it is we're more prevalent in these uh, in HBCUs because keep it a band. HBCUs are in the hood, right? Mm-hmm. All of them. The surrounding areas are in the hood. So when we go out and do our community service, we had this thing where we would do an NPHC cleanup. You know what I mean? Where we would clean the campus and around the campus, surrounding areas, surrounding neighborhoods. It was a big deal. And the, the reason for this is these are things that are, and that's just one of the thousands of, you know, uh, initiatives that I know. I know that we have 20 on our own. And I'm pretty sure Alpha Phi Alpha has, you know, plenty on their own and Cap Alpha Psi and uh, Sigma uh, and uh, Phi Beta Sigma, sorry. And, um, you know, our older Phi Theta. All, all of us have so many, um, you know, initiatives and even we in sororities too. That's, you know, I nine organizations that have so many programs that we have to reach into our own communities and pull them up because a lot of these kids don't have the the resources. Mm-hmm. They don't have this stuff. They don't have scholarships. You know what I mean? They don't have like a t- talent hunt programs. They don't have things that can pull that. They don't have like uh, they'll never be in a. They would have never been in any type of pageant if it wasn't for organizations like you know Omega Psi Phi or, or Alpha Phi Alpha or or you know in, any of the others. Mm-hmm. Um, Personally, I've only seen Alpha and um, uh, Omega. I've seen Kappa. Alpha, Kappa, and Omega. Personally, I've only seen those three. But what I mean is, like, this is real funds that we're giving these kids for school. You know what I mean? And talent hunt programs and things of that nature. Um, You have to lift. And I I don't mean to make this a frat thing. But at the same time, in general, as as a people, we should be able to lift as we climb. Mm-hmm. Give back to the community as we better ourselves. So as as we climb to be like, you know, better people, we should also give back. That doesn't just limit itself to uh, fraternal life. You know, that can that can actually go to your everyday life. This event is this this organization in itself is a testament to that. You know what I mean? Even though uh, Jay is a sigma and the colors are blue and white, which is kind of making that same backwards, but at the same time, it, it, it's not just about that. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's about, you know, getting where you need to go and helping people along the way. Yeah. A shout out to MPHC and everybody who's not as well, but that's the best example I could have because I mean, I'm the bros. So. <laughs> uh, one more time. <laughs> Oh, y'all crazy, man. Rasheed said, always on Martin Luther King Jr., doctor. Yeah, I got Bruce. We got to put some doctor on it. Got to put some respect on his name. HBCUs. She said, parentheses. Oh, said, true that. Um, what do you have on this, Oh, uh, he, he said exactly what it is. You lift as you climb. Yeah. So, you know, you all, you should. That should be every person's goal is to, to try to pull up at least one person. Yeah. I mean, you, you, and in the fraternity, it's all about service. Mm-hmm. And life is really all about service. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you really want to make an impact on others. And, you know, you want to, you want to know that you made a difference and you, you want to know that 
in in yourself you feel like you made a difference that you know you had a, had some influence on some people making some de decisions mm -hmm. it's, it's nothing better when somebody comes back and tells you that you inspired them or you know you they saw you working they saw you putting forth the effort to to make the world a better place so that's what every, we think everybody should strive to do we sh you should be just ecstatic that you know you're called to service mm -hmm. because not everybody gets to serve not everybody can serve yeah and not everybody's built for it absolutely no not i i agree with both of y'all said just wholeheartedly and i'll i don't even piggybacking um one of the things that stuck out to me about this um well, a bunch of things but um there's a, a rapper named his name is problem and he, in a song he has one of the songs he said um, he says, F what you drive, who did you help? And that has always stuck out to me because, you know, people want people, you want some people want to be recognized for what they what they have, what they amassed in resources or material things or what they got through their hard work. And while that while that's nothing to to disregard or to scoff at, you know, helping people is really something that is always going to um, it's, it's going to have a lasting effect. Mm. Uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things where it, it's, it's always going to be, and I mean, it, it's always going to be remembered in some way. Even, even the person or people that you help want to downplay or, or don't want to admit it or whatever, they still are going to, you know, have to admit it at least to themselves that, Hey, Deuce helped me or Uncle Marcus helped me or whatnot. Even if they don't tell anybody else. And this is one of those things where I think about how, um, from a generational standpoint, I think about how, you know, old, some people say, well, my, I got out the mud, my kids got to, they had to get out the mud too, just like I did. And it's just like, you know, it's not the way it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? There's supposed to be a, a, a helping hand, not an enabling hand, but a helping hand. Like, so what's all the work for if you're not going to put the next generation on your shoulders or at least make an attempt to do so. Um, and, I, and again, I go back to the black community. So many, there's there's an unhealthy amount of black people that dares and close the door behind them or cut the rope behind them. And it's like, man, you, it's, you know, you could have helped 20, 30 people and create a ripple effect for future generations, but you, you, you cut off that potential because you got yours. When that's really not how life is supposed to be. Again, going back to the communal aspect of it, if if no one helped anybody, I doubt we have made the this the advancement we made as a civilization because it would be too isolated and closed off. We probably be we probably wouldn't, genetically probably wouldn't be as far as we are, um, but that's just not how life is. Even in nature, um, you know that that's not how it works. So this definitely spoke to me because, like Du said, you you as you as you climb, you elevate, or you as you as you elevate, you pull someone up too, or multiple people up too, and it's definitely possible, you know, because um, people have done it, you know. So this one, this really rings true because I think there's way too many folks that, are, like you said, they are concerned about self, and you can still do things for yourself while helping other people. 
That's those those things can happen simultaneously. They don't have it's it's not they're not mutually exclusive. You know, so I definitely think this one is a perfect one to end on. Um, Uncle Antoine said, helping people should be a calling and a duty to everyone that wants to see change in the world. Be the change you want to see in the world. And that's that's definitely, I agree wholeheartedly, Uncle Antoine. Like, and that's one of the things that, this is one of the reasons why Brother Empowerment even started. It's easier for people to say, oh, this needs to happen. These people should do this. Or, you know, this is, this is terrible. This needs to change. It's easy to sit at home and arm and uh, an armchair quarterback those type of things or comment those things. But what what's, what action are you putting into into place or into play to help? That? Are you doing your part? You know, are, are you are you doing as much as you can do for your immediate area or whatnot so you can so you can inspire or even help other people do what they feel like they should be doing. Um, so I, I think there's way too much of that. I think there's way too much talking and not enough doing. And it doesn't even have to be grandiose. Um, you can start in your own community, your own backyard. And if everyone did that, imagine what change could happen in the world. But there's quite a few folks who are unfortunately happier talking about it versus being about it. And they don't want to help anyone else. There's nothing in it for them. And that cycle repeats itself because if a whole bunch of people don't want to help anybody unless something's in it for them, what actually gets accomplished? Who actually benefits from it? You know absolutely what I mean? nothing. Right. Say what, Deuce? Yeah, I was, I was agreeing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's just a it's a whole, it, it is a lot of nothing. It's a lot of just, you know, it is a lot of just nothing. A lot of standing around, a lot of just what if. That's what it boils down to. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that was, that was a perfect one to end off on. Um Let's see. Uh, I think that's Coach. Coach Billy C. We can't even see who you are. You got to go to the um, Loves of Parable page and look at the video. But we got you, though. Coach Billy C. said that's where we should start at home, then community, then outside the community. And she said too much nothing. I guess you going back to what I was saying about nothing gets accomplished. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, we see stuff in the world happening. And it's like, man, you know, people, like people talk about the more – crime or I guess the more uh, popularized crime areas like Chicago and, and Florida and Southern California and New York. And they say, man, you know, these people need to do this and this and that. But there, there's problem areas in every state in this country where if people pay attention to their direct backyard, they can make a difference today, today, tomorrow, the next day. Um, because really that's where it starts people caring enough to make an effort to see some change, you know? So, but I agree on to, way, to your way, way point, way, way earlier that watching the news and stuff like that will have you kind of disheartened. You, you, you'll be thinking that nothing's, nothing's getting accomplished and that, you know, nothing's changing because the same stuff is still going on because there's so much access and there's 24 hour news cycles that you're like, man, what, what good is what we doing here? Um, or what they're doing over there when the same same stuff keeps happening. Well, and good news doesn't sell, right? Bad news. Yeah, you know, yeah, sensationalism and and and, and drama and and, and uh, carnage you know, and death. Trauma, all, yeah. all those things are what keeps news going. Yeah, the yeah. good stories don't keep news going. 
Yeah, no, not at all. Like it's it's here it's here today, gone tomorrow, or here for an hour, gone for an hour. But that 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 you know, just like the the recent stuff that ha- I'm not gonna say it too much. The recent stuff that happened in Buffalo, I've seen six, seven art, you know, not only articles, but then of course it's all over social media. The videos spread, all that stuff, you know, and that's gonna run for weeks, you know. But you know, the security guard who lost his life trying to make a difference, trying to help people, you know, I've only seen somebody talk about that once. You know, like it's a yeah, you're right. So yeah, that that right there, I think contributes to a lot. People get a feeling of hopelessness from that kind of, you know, from that. And you've been in a pandemic now for two years, right? People have not been able to be as social as they're used to. Yeah. So that it's taking its toll on a lot of people. A lot of suicide, a lot of death, just a lot of, like I said, suffering and pain from people who who've never had to experience not being able to do what they want to do mm-hmm. for the for the first time ever in their lives. And it's and it's hard it's a it's an, a hard adjustment for uh people who are used to being connected and used to being able to do whatever they want to do and used to going out and being social whenever they feel like it. Yeah. And now that the world has started to open back up it still has taken a toll on some people. Some people are going to have to just relearn everything they run, they, they, you know, learned before this all took place. Cause some people were still in a bubble before all of this. Mm-hmm. So they, they're, they're just going to go right back to their bubbles. But like the, like the one quote we said, there's always tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It all depends on what you do with it. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. You know, I agree. Huh? You know, make the, make the most of your days. Yeah. I think you'll be pretty satisfied with how things end up if you you know are really putting putting uh, putting steps to action. Um, so that and that's something I try to do every day. Um, so I definitely agree. So we are at that time where it's positive brother shout out time where. Recognize brothers who, well, brothers really that you think should be recognized. Also, brothers that may not get um, their flowers um, for whatever reason. Um, so, you know, we're going to go ahead and end off with that. So, um, we'll let you go first. Uh, I want to thank you, nephew, for letting me come on. I know you guys banned me for a little while, but. You know. <laughs> I ban you, man. Well, <laughs> oh, y'all banned me. Y'all banned me. I want to say, what's up, the Jay? It's, it's been a while since I've seen him. So. You know, we're gonna get together soon. Mm-hmm. Do, some, do some reminiscing and talk about some things. Um, Want to shout out to the greatest fraternity on earth. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever contradictions there may be, we, we, we already know what that is. <laughs> See them talking about you can't do nothing with them. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's it, brother. Just, just, just want to thank you for being on here. And I want you guys to keep up your platform and keep informing people and keep people, you know, keep them healthy mm-hmm. and give them, you know, something to look forward to every Thursday. Tam, you trash. You told you, you said something to Deuce and you was like, yeah, I love seeing you, Deuce. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> Emerson, Emerson, oh, they say, dude, she said, love Emerson. Oh, oh well, who? 
Ralph Waldo Emerson and who the quote was from? She said, Oh, that's who she was talking about. Yeah, Emerson. Yeah, who's it? No, I thought she was. I, no, she said, Did she say something about Deuce? No, she said, Love Emerson. Alphas, bro. You still trash, Tam. <laughs> <laughs> she said, 1906. You okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, Rashida said, nice little show, nephews. Y'all didn't like it when he said y'all can do more. <laughs> hey, hey, Rashida, that's what I'm talking about. He know why I got banned. So, dude, so, so dude, that's kind of an inside joke. So, Omar's was up here a while back, and he was like, you know, you guys got a nice little podcast. You know, you guys do it. <laughs> that ain't what I said, man. <laughs> you know, you know how people say, you got it's a nice little, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's nice. It's not a nice little thing going. <laughs> nah, 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 dude. I, 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 I just told those guys they should do more topics that, that that just basically are more informative for the people who don't have that type of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And you know, would welcome that type of information. I said it just like that. <laughs> These guys, oh, you, you, come on, hey, nice show, Ninja. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your little show, you think you got your little show? And I'm like, what? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, we um, we gotta do, we gotta spin the block. We we're supposed to have a um financial episode, but it didn't pan out how we we're supposed to with our um our star guest. So we gotta spin the block on that. But it is something that we're we're gonna redo. But um. Yeah, but what you got, Deuce, as far as Bahazer Brothers, shout out, man. I always shout out you and Jay, man, every single time. Thank you. Um, this week, I'm going to shout out uh, my homeboy, um, RJ, starting his own trucking company. Mm. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, I'm always going to shout out uh, uh, DJ R&B and DJ JB, my CEOs, Tony and uh, Chris G. You know, and just, uh, you know, shout out to all the black men, man, out here trying to make stuff happen, man. Seriously, like every everybody out here on the grind, seriously. Um, but uh, other than that, man, I'm good. Okay. No, that's what's up, man. Appreciate you, bro. Um, Coach Billy C said, good shows and topics. Thanks, guys. Uh, she was, I'm no uncle. I was there. Word, <laughs> Thank you, boo. <laughs> um. No, I definitely want to shout y'all out, man, just for, you know, coming on and, and being guests. You know, y'all didn't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I know there's playoff games and, you know, going stuff going on right now. Or you can just be chilling, you know, relaxing, enjoying, you know, your, your night. So I definitely appreciate y'all every time, each and every time you guys, you know, show up and, and, and politic and engage with the people and, you know, get on here and do, you know, your part. So I definitely Appreciate you, Uncle. As always, dudes, man. You know, you definitely appreciate it, man. Um, uh, I definitely appreciate Jay. He's doing um, his thespian thing right now, so he'll be back in a couple weeks. I'm gonna shout him out. I'm gonna shout out all the brothers that came on, Uncle Antoine. You know, um, Chad, uh, Rico, Rick, all, all the brothers that that come on, especially you know that are here each week and just really rocking with us. I want to shout y'all out, man. Um, just because you you guys also don't have to, you know, be here. You guys can be doing anything else, but y'all choose to really be here with us and really just, you know, locking in. So that's definitely appreciate. We love, we love y'all. We love the support. Um, and I also, last but not least, want to give a shout out to really just the brothers that are committed to being brothers. You know, like, you know, like I was saying before, like, you know, making the effort to have conversations with people 
it goes a long way. We have way too many brothers who don't want to talk to each other. They don't want to talk to each other. And they make it, unfortunately, they make it harder than it needs to be. So I do want to shout out those brothers that take that time, make the effort to really just go and talk to brothers and really just let them know that, hey, we can just talk. It doesn't have to be anything else. We can just talk. And however we get to the bottom of how we get that to the bottom of it is is fine, but we, we can just talk, you know. So I want to shout out to all those brothers, you know. Um, you know, any any brother who's a brother for another brother, like you, I salute you. You have my, you have my I take my I take my hat to you. Um, you know, and especially the like dudes were saying the frats, going out and doing community service and being there for the community, um, because that's big, you know, because you know, like and everyone's built for it. Mary wants to do it, you know, but it, it's it's a special thing to go and be selfless and help other people and not expect anything in return. That is what is going to make the world a better place. Um, so, yeah, that's what I got. Chad, what's up, Chad, man? Chad said, y'all stock up on food and water, please. And he said, um, I love you all and and learn more each at each live. Thank you, Chad, man. Appreciate that, bro. Um, she said, Jay-Z said, you can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. <laughs> Words. So, no, we definitely, um, definitely appreciate you guys. Um, so if you don't know anybody who says that they love you and really mean it and that they care, just met three people who did, um, connect with Deuce Terrell. He's on, that on all his handles. Just came out with a fire album called The Pandemic. He's on the streaming platforms. Check him out. Like the music is really organic, introspective. Uh, the bars are there, and so is the production. You know, everything. Here. You don't call him the Batman of this rap music thing for nothing, okay? And I write my, I write all my own lyrics. <laughs> and no, I do no, my own beats. <laughs> That's right. I miss no, it at all. No filters. No writers. <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, um, y'all stay on, and as everyone else, we love y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. A brother is someone that you can trust. A brother can sometimes be just a warming embrace. Someone that you can depend on, and someone that has loyalty, and that you show loyalty to.